Come on, I'm back again. Now, there was, I released a word a while ago called the restoration of miracle workers back to the local church. And I literally just felt something just come into the room just when we started to minister. So if you have wanted to, I just feel like we talk about this a lot and, and you know, we get people to put, stand up and get ready and receive something. But if you really feel like you, God has spoken to you about moving in significant or more significant dunamis power, why don't you stand to your feet? Come on, because I am standing to my feet. Because this is real. You know that this is something that was really interesting that the signs and wonders mark the people of God. And I gave, this, I gave a scripture on Sunday, which was, here I am, says Isaiah. In Isaiah chapter eight, verse 18, here I am and the children you have given me, we are for signs and wonders. And I just really feel like God wants to re-massage, can you re-massage something? Not asking for that for me now. Um, Belinda's back tomorrow, so that would be all good. Uh, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, re, yeah, I just feel like he's, he's, he, he wants to massage this truth back in again because I feel like people kind of give up. They're like, yeah, I received the impartation. Yeah, we, we prayed for one person. But we are actually called significantly, everyone say significantly, to actually steward power. What does power look like? It's so interesting, and everything's can you know everything is subject subject to you know what's appropriate. You know you don't go into the street power in Jesus, and that, you know. But the reality is that there is there is a level of confidence that we need to be able to administrate. Everyone say confidence to be able to release power, because to say just come over somewhere say which is received the here that, that's this, that's awesome. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's, there's no, because you don't need to shout for authority. But if you are releasing power in the name of Jesus, you are releasing power in Jesus' name. You have got to, in a place of confidence, release that from your belly because where is the virtue? Where is it? Okay, no one knows. Okay, this is a big problem. Okay, everyone needs to do illuminate. Yeah, you all need to do the school. We do it in the, in the first. The virtue, Jesus says, virtue has been withdrawn from me. The power is in you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. You don't need to beg the Holy Spirit for power. Power is in you. And when you have confidence, you are able to release that power. And that power is virtue. And that virtue brings healing. And yes, there are things where, you, where power comes on you in different ways and you get healing mantles and there's the fire power of the Lord and all that. But we've got to come into this place where we start to realise that it is our time now to start to move in signs and wonders. It is our time now to start to believe for those crazy miracles. Those crazy miracles. Someone comes in here without an arm armless person comes in here what like Smith or like whoever I, I've forgotten who it was um, but you're gonna imagine if they came in here someone lays hand or hands on them and that arm grows well why not but, but why not so crazy so one has everyone put their hands up in the air now this isn't just going to be another prayer going oh yes we receive it because we've had a thousand of those prayers father right now in the name of Jesus I pray an activation of every single prayer that's ever happened as a result of laying on of hands for every person in here in the Christian prophetic stream. Any person that's ever laid hands on anyone in here and that thing has remained dormant. Any person that's ever received an impartation from anybody to move in miracles, signs and wonders. This is a completely different prayer today. I pray an activation and a reactivation and an activation of people's internal belief systems that they can operate in that. 
in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We, we acknowledge and we honour Todd Weatherly, who's, who's the father of the house. And we acknowledge that he carries a gift of faith. So we choose right now as part of our inheritance to pull on that and receive that into our bank account. So Father, we thank you for a gift of faith for the activation of miracle working power. Not just talking about healing, we're talking about miracles. And so Father, we thank you for the activation and the reactivation now in the name of Jesus. And in conjunction, Father, would you just give us a fresh anointing of firepower in Jesus' Name. Power that makes people wonder in Jesus' Name. Right now, I prophesy that there will be people over this next season that do come out of the Field of Dreams family, that do go into hospital wards and see multiple people healed in that ward. I'm not saying clear out the whole ward. I'm saying seeing multiple people healed in that particular ward. When my mum was sick just before she died, so the Lord said to me, you can go and pray for one person who was in a coma, he was about to die. And I prayed for him and he got, came completely out of the coma. He was completely healed. And I wanna encourage you right now that I didn't even really have faith for that. But God sent me in there and I just feel like for many people, He's gonna send you into places where people are really, really sick and you are gonna see amazing miracles at your hands. So Father, we thank You for that. We also thank You for the Acts 19, 11 reality that says that Jesus worked extraordinary miracles at the hands of Paul. And so Father, we thank You for, a, for notable extraordinary, extraordinary miracles at the hands of the people of Field of Dreams in the name of Jesus. Just put, hand on, put your hand on the, um, the shoulder of the person next to you. You don't need to, yeah, I mean, you can go across the things if you want. If you're uncomfortable touching someone or you don't want them touching you, just say, no, thank you. <laughs> but, but just release this, just say, uh, just, just, just release fire to the left. Say, say, I release fire to the left and I release fire to the right. Anything I've got that's impartable, I choose to release to the person on my right and my left as part of their inheritance. In the Father, we, whoa, there we go. Woo! Now we're playing. Now we're playing the game, and some of you guys are going, "Okay, it's my first time here. Is this is this normal?" Yes, it is, and so it should be. And so can you guys start to feel something? Just keep it, just keep it. So Father, we thank You for that right now. And we just thank You for the lightnings of God going through this congregation in the Name of Jesus. John G. Lake often talked about the lightnings of God. So Father, we thank You for the lightnings of heaven that bring healing and breakthrough and virtue in Jesus' Name. Ha-ha, hoo-hoo, hoo There's so much glory in here. That's why we ride the wave sometimes. Well, most of the time. So good. Whoa, hello. So good, so good, so good. The atmosphere is going to go through the roof in here tonight. I'm telling you right now, it's going to go through the roof in here tonight. How many people are happy playing church still? Who wants to play church anymore? How many people want to move into the major leagues? Well, let's move into the major leagues. Come on. Are we going to move into the major I really mean it. Sometimes it's just actually that mentality and that posture and saying, yes, we're, we're built for more. We're ready for more of that in Jesus' Name. Exactly, exactly. It's so, so good. It's so good. You guys can take your seat for a minute, just for a minute. Just gonna tell you a story. My, um, my little girl is flying. Well, I'll see if the Lord lets me tell a story. We'll see. My little girl is currently flying 
uh, I was just saying to Christina, 600 miles an hour you know, with Belinda. She's coming back now. She, went, she was in hospital in the Middle East. And um, Araya, got really, Araya got sick on the way back from our trip. Some of you guys going, what happened? Um, and I didn't want to say anything until now. But she got really, really sick, actually, when we were away. And so much so that I had to, we had to separate and Belinda had to take her to hospital in the Middle East. And it's not easy as a dad flying back with your son and leaving your wife in the Middle East in a hospital in the Middle East. How many of you know that? that's true? I didn't even leave her in the Middle East. I left her in Dublin. So I didn't even meet, and then she did the first flight and she just couldn't, couldn't make it. So anyway, so I have an experience. And I have this experience and she's really unwell in the hospital. It's this crazy story. You ready for a crazy story? So she has, uh, she has this, she's not, she's not, she's not um, responding well and she's very lethargic, crazy viral infections through her body. And I'm in Moonta and I'm leading worship. As you do, you land. I'm so, the jet lag is on a journey. I've been up since 12 o'clock last night. And, um, um, and I'm in, I'm in Moonta and I'm about to lead worship. Literally, I'm about to lead worship. And I say to Belinda, what's going on? She goes, no change. And I'm like, Jesus. Like, so I'm trying to just get my head into it. And so, so then I go to, and this is only Sunday. It's only Tuesday. And so much so, Carsten drove me up and we were praying. And, and then um, Peggy and Lawrence prayed and Carsten had been praying and other people had been praying, Christina. And I just, just a few people, we just said, come on, let's really, let's really believe. Um, and... I was taken into a vision and the Lord took me into a vision into Araya's room and he said, I want you to have confidence. People say confidence. And so I'm like, okay, that's, yeah, I'm going to have confidence, but this isn't an easy situation. And he goes, I've sent Timberly there already. I'm like, you've sent Timberly there? Who's Timberly? And this angel, this white and gold and green angel, literally in this vision, just goes around the room, just like this. And I'm like, what on earth is that? And I look up Timberley, and the name Timberley means strong, fierce woman honouring God. And I'm like, that's crazy. No joke, you ready? One hour later, Belinda goes, she's turned a corner. She's being released. She's, she's eating. She didn't, didn't eat for seven days. She's eating, and then she just sent me a message saying, we're completely back to normal, we're on the plane home. Now, let me tell you, how good is God? He's faithful, right? Now, now, the reason I'm telling you that isn't so, you know, I, I just want to, I talked about the faithfulness of God. God is so faithful. But how many of you know sometimes you're in a situation and you can't see how it's ever going to, and I've been praying. I mean, my goodness, I haven't, I mean, you, you pace and you pray, you know, and you believe God. But I, I just want to, I want to encourage you in this. It doesn't matter what the enemy says to you. There's only one report that matters and that's the report of the Lord. Do you understand? And so it's really, really important that we understand that. So anyway, so the whole point is this, that I didn't even know what Timberley meant, whatever, but it's not about an angel. It's about the faithfulness of God to bring deliverance, breakthrough, and healing into particular situations. How many of you know that God is good and what He does is good? So can you throw up the first scripture? I'm actually going to minister. I really feel that power anointing. So, but can you just put up this? So it says this. Let's read this together. It says, for I'm confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. You see, this is really, really important that a lot of the time we kind of just start to think to ourselves, oh, uh, you know, is this, has God forgotten about my journey? 
How many people felt that sometimes God's forgotten about your journey? Now, last week with the interns and in Moon to this last week, uh, I spoke specifically on the re-illumination of the path ahead of you. I'd had a vision specifically of runways uh, about a week. Where, how long ago did I speak that word? Do you remember that? Was that before I left, wasn't it? Yeah, of course it was because I haven't been here for a Wednesday yet. But, um, but I spoke this word and I saw this clouding over a runway on the side of the runway and the clouding was... was, was an, disabling people from being able to see the lights that were hemming in the runway. So does everyone hear what I'm saying? And then I saw the Holy Spirit breathe and re-illuminate the runway so people could actually see they were going where they were going. And the Lord said to me, it's time for takeoff. But people can't take off they don't, when they can't see where they're going. And this is just so, so there's a rap group called Gangstar years ago. And they say, it's a long, <laughs> I do, I, I used to like hip hop a lot. But there was a, there's a song that they did and it says, it's a long way to go where you do, when you don't know where you're going and you don't know when you go, where you're going when you're lost. It's a long way to go when you don't know where you're going and you don't know where you're going when you're lost. And, and I felt that just in my spirit, that just the lyrics from that song from the 90s. But this, that's actually what happens when we lose the illumination of the path. It starts to become a long way. We start to not know where we're going and we start to get lost. And I really believe that the Lord wants to reactivate. Partly, He wants to reactivate that today because He is faithful and true and He has never given up on you and He has never given up on your destiny. Is that good? Okay, cool. So everyone close your eyes. I'm not going to do full ministry now. I just want to pray into that. If that speaks to you specifically, this is, I just want to interject a couple of things today. If that speaks to you specifically, just acknowledge that. If you feel like when I said to you, there's a long way to go when you don't know where you're going, or there's a lack of illumination of the path, just wave your hand in there just so you can, oh, okay, wow, okay. So, so do you see when I'm bringing that, that's probably nearly three quarters of the people in here. That's a really big deal, Okay. So Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for a re-illumination of those hemmed, of the right and the left. It says in the word, the book of Isaiah, it says, whether you turn to the right hand or to the left hand, you will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. But the voice of the Lord, the word of God is an illumination. It's an illuminating. It's a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. So right now in the name of Jesus, we rebuke a spirit of confusion, in Jesus' name, we pray that the Holy Spirit would breathe right now. The Holy Spirit would breathe on the, the edges of the runway in the name of Jesus and that there would be a re-illumination in order that people would know the direction and that they would know where they are going in the name of Jesus. And this is really, you can feel the Lord on this now. Now there is, I saw a spirit, I saw an angel and the Lord spoke to me and said the angel's name was Clarity. Now, this is a really important deal because in order for us to move forward, we need clarity of direction. I'm not saying you see everything, but you need to see something. And I gave the, uh, yeah, anyway. And so, Father, we thank you right now that you re-illuminate the path for people in here in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So good. So, so good. Okay, this is a really important deal. See, see, when we can start to see where we're going, we can start to move forward into the things more so that the Lord is calling us into. I gave an example in Moonta. I stayed at someone's house one time and in the middle of the night, all the lights were off and I had to go to the bathroom. And I walked into someone's bedroom because I didn't know where I was going because there was no light to illuminate the way. And I just want to encourage you in this. I didn't go to the toilet in their bedroom. I was close. 
and it was very embarrassing. But, but what I want to say is this, that, that why couldn't I find the bathroom? Because the light wasn't on. Sometimes you, don't, you can't know where you're going, especially in God. It says, man does not live on bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. But the word of the Lord is the illumination of the path. So how can you know where you're going if you haven't got the word of God to illuminate the path? You can't. And don't pretend you can, because you just cannot. If you pretend you can, you're fooling yourself. How crazy is that? Anyway, so I went to, I went to, um, went to Northern Ireland, and you guys know that I went to Northern Ireland. My dad passed away during COVID, and I hadn't had an opportunity to go and see his grave and say goodbye to everything. And the Lord took me back there, and I got a level of closure when I was there. And so what I feel like, I'm not going to go into this overly um, tonight. Uh, it's in two parts, and I'm going to, do, I'm going to bring a, a full kind of breakdown of, of something that I feel with regards to closure and drink offerings. <coughs> Excuse me. But what I do want to say is this, that there are parts of people's world, and I want to kind of, I'm going to kind of frame something up and leave, leave you kind of hanging on something for a little while, because I really want you to be able to marinate on it for the next little while. And this is what I want to leave, well, not leave you with, but this is what I want you to start to marinate on. The Lord spoke to me and he said, the next chapter of your life or the next chapter of your book cannot continue until the old chapter is closed. In order for me to close my old chapter, I had to go back to Northern Ireland and I had to see my dad's grave. What is the Lord? Everyone close your eyes one more time. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, what is the Lord talking to you about closure? and finalizing chapters. Because it says in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter seven, verse eight, the end of the matter was better than its beginning. You see, when I went back to Ireland, the Lord had given me a prophetic word in, in 2003 from a woman called Ethelini in Hillsong Church. And Ethelini said, you will do an odyssey trip where you go back to the UK with your son who will carry your mantle as a prophet and that will bring closure to your life in the UK or your life in Ireland. She gave me that word in 2003. I've been back there with Asher since. I've been back there and I thought they'd been closed but the Lord said this was the trip that she spoke about in 2003. You see 2003 was a long time ago wasn't it? How many years ago was that? 20 years ago. You see that was a 20 year cycle that God identified 20 years ago. See, I want to encourage you in this. That there are, keep your, some of you just keep connecting. You don't all need to, but some of you just keep connecting. There are things that God needs to bring closure to in people's lives. And for some of us, us, me being included, I believe that sometimes the next chapter, the next part of our scroll, the next part of our book cannot be opened until closure is brought to that part. I had to reconcile in my heart, are you ready for this for me? Death to Ireland for me. I had a death to the country itself. Why? Because I still held something in my heart that I needed to connect to Ireland in some way. But the Lord says, no, that season, that chapter is done. This is really, really important. You see, God wants to close chapters because he wants to open chapters for people. And that's what the Lord spoke to me about bringing today. He said, talk about opening and closing chapters today. So can you put the pads on for one second? I'm just gonna walk down here. Just you see, the Lord is going to open and close chapters for many people in here. And there are people in here right now, the Lord is saying that the end of the matter is better than its beginning. And it's time to visit those chapters.
Now I know for some of you, it could be the death of a loved one. For some of you, it could have been an old relationship that never manifests properly. A divorce, something that didn't actually land effectively. But the reality is that the Lord is saying that you have to bring complete closure. Complete closure for me on this occasion, not for you, required me to fly to the other end of the earth for the closure. And do you know how long I spent in my dad's grave? Do you wanna know how long I spent? 10 minutes, 10 minutes. And I said, God, what do you want me to do at the grave? And he said, I want you to get a bottle of spirits and I want you to pour the bottle of spirits out on your dad's grave. I said, why? I didn't know until now because it was a drink offering. You see, we need to be poured out as a drink offering. I'm going to talk about more about this later. But there are people in here right now and the Lord is just saying that you need to close those chapters. And I can feel it in the Spirit. And this is what we do here. I said to Amber, we were just talking earlier. It's about being led by the Lord in this season. And there is such a strong ministry component at the moment. And a, a prophet's life is parabolic. Christina, when she brings a word, her life is parabolic. My life is parabolic. The reason that I'm able to do this is because I just got off a plane and said I had to bring chapter, I had to bring closure, closure to a chapter in my life and I had to acknowledge that that part was dead, that it was no longer alive to me and that way my heart was able to close and I'm able to move forward at a whole nother level. 20 years in Australia. What is it for you? What is it? What is it for us? I'm not saying everybody, I'm saying, but it's the new thing that we're yearning for. And the Lord's, he, and the Lord's saying, I want to give you that even more than you want it. But we need to let go. And we, we quote this scripture all the time in Isaiah 43, verse 18. It says, forget the former things. We loved quoting it. You can get it on the Elijah list. Forget the former things. Behold, I do a new thing. It springs up all around. Do you not know it? But it says, forget the, you actually have to let go. And it says, nor consider the things of old. People struggle to let go of the former things. Can you let go of the former things tonight? Is there a particular thing that the Lord is going to give you a strategy to bring permanent closure to. And I believe this is for many people. I believe it's for people watching on live stream. I believe it's for people in here tonight. That the Lord is saying it's time to let go of that church hurt, to bring closure to that particular season. It's time to bring closure to this particular thing where you have allowed your heart to remain connected unhealthily. And that has prevented you from entering into a new harvest field. Sometimes people yearn to get married. Why am I not getting married? And the Lord says, because you didn't close the old chapter in your heart. Now that's not for everyone. I'm just giving you an example. So if that speaks to you about the closing of a chapter, just stand to your feet. If it, if it speaks to you specifically, it won't be for everyone. There are people that have already done a lot of chapter closing. This is what it looks like. It's a lot of people. 
You see, for me to chose that, close that chapter, I spoke to a couple of people before I went to um, before I went to Ireland, and I I talked to them. And I was just like, this is so so challenging. It's going to be challenging. Remember, I sent. You know, I was just like, it's going to be challenging. I knew that it was going to be challenging, but I didn't know how challenging it would be until my last day in Ireland, when the Lord spoke to me and He said, "You don't need to ever come back here again." That's a really, really big deal, especially if I feel sometimes that I might even go back to the Hebrides, because my season is done, my season is finished. There are people in here. This is the word of the Lord for you tonight. We've got to do some we've got to do some serious work tonight I've done some it's flipping painful yours might not be as painful but we do need to actually acknowledge that God wants to close the door and wants to finish things the doors need to be closed in order that the doors need, can be opened So just pray this with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, if there's any part of my world which needs to receive closure in order that a new season can be opened and occupied by the fullness of who I am, I say yes to that journey, even that odyssey, whatever it looks like, to bring closure permanently, fully and forever to that place in order that I may embrace a season of new life. You see, when the season's done, it's dead and you're actually drawing into your internal world something that's not life-giving anymore. this is really, really speaking to people tonight. You see, it's for our benefit. And we draw a line in the sand. I'm not saying that everyone, you know, no one should ever go back to your hometown ever again. That's that's ridiculous, but it's about what the Lord is speaking to you specifically. So, Father, we just thank you for every person standing right now. We thank you that you would give them, would you give them insight into what you are doing in their lives? In Jesus' name. Would you give them clarity? I believe it's more than just the people standing up. Father, would you give them clarity right now in Jesus' name as to the way that you want to bring that closure? Whatever it looks like, how do you want to seal the deal in order that you can open the brand new way and the brand new day?
I want to encourage you in this, that if you choose not to process this today, if you go, you know what, it sounds good, Daryl, what you're saying sounds really good tonight, but I'm not sure if that's exactly for me right now, I'm not sure if that's the word of the Lord for me, but actually deep down inside, you know that you know that you know that it is actually really for you. I want to encourage you that you will be brought around this mountain again. Because the Lord is faithful to complete the good work that He started. That's why I get brought that scripture. He kept on giving me the number 16, 16, 16, 16, 16. It's Philippians 1 6. He will complete the good work that He started. What? Oh, no way. It's the 16th today. That's so crazy. Yet again, the prophet has the prophet has spoken. <laughs> but imagine if you draw a line in the sand today. Imagine if you acknowledged on the 16th of May, you said that it is my Philippians 1.6. I'm confident in this, that he will complete the good work that he started his way and not my way. For some of you, it's actually chucking something away. Sometimes people hold on to even physical possessions that remind them of someone or something. Or Just giving you an example. For me, one of the things for me was the selling of a house. I just went back to my family home. My family home was sold. And I just went to see my family home where I grew up since I was a little boy. It was the only stable house in my entire life. And the Lord spoke to me, says, you may not go on the grounds. I was just there last week. You may not go on the grounds, Daryl. I said, why? He said, because the season's done. There's no one alive. There's no life in that house for you anymore. That's just a house. Please don't try to withdraw life from something that's not giving you any life. already see it for some people he's like you're already in it for some people he's saying you're already in the new path stop looking for it there's no need you're already in it but father right now i acknowledge right now as a pastor and a prophetic person in this house father i acknowledge (laughs) that you are the good shepherd and that the people here watching watching online and the people in this room that you are the good shepherd for them. And right now we speak alignment to destiny doors, opening of new pathways in the name of Jesus. And we declare that new paths will be open for many tonight to see, to see, not to necessarily walk through tonight, but to see. So Father, would you illuminate those things? Would you swing wide the double doors? Would you swing wide the double doors of destiny, the double doors of fruitfulness, 
the double doors of promise for each and every person in this place and everyone watching on live stream and anyone that ever watches this message even now or even 10 years in the future. We thank You, God, that You are faithful to open those double doors of promise and destiny in order that we can see and taste that You are good. It says, taste and see that the Lord is good. We don't worship You for the doors. We worship You because of who You are. But we acknowledge right now that You are opening the way. And so right now we speak the opening of eyes to see the new way in Jesus' Name. Thank You for the new way for Sarah in the Name of Jesus. Father, we thank You. We thank You, God. The new way in Jesus' Name. And we receive it by faith. We receive it by faith. So I choose to close the old and to embrace the new. It sounds so basic and prophetically cliche, but this is the word of the Lord. It cost many hours of flying. The Lord said to me, He said, Let the dead bury their own dead. I'm like, I don't want to let the dead bury their own dead. I said, I just want one souvenir. Just give me one souvenir from that. One souvenir. And I went to the neighbor's house and they said, oh, here's the souvenir from your grandmother's house. You've got nothing from your grandmother's house. You must take it. This is the most important. You haven't got anything from your grandmother's house. And Belinda was there and I was there. And I, I just was like, no. Didn't even take the souvenir. What's a souvenir? What's a souvenir from my grandmother's house? It would, allow, would have allowed my heart to stay open to something that the Lord was permanently closing. Not permanently closing the affection that I had for her and the fond memories, but permanently closing my connection to that place. Because it was a place. It was actually a realm. It was actually a region. Ireland had become a region of captivity in my heart. And the Lord said, I have to close that region because it only brings death. Because every time you think of it, of Ireland, you only think of loss. But now when I think about Ireland, I think about all the life that was released into my life from that place, but only following that process. So this is the new dawn. This is the new day. We declare that tomorrow, on the 17th, which is a, quite a good number, which is seven and one, which is seven plus one is, and eight is new. We declare that tomorrow morning on the 17th, people will wake up having something shifted in their internal world that they couldn't quite possibly put their finger on. But it was something that was divine. It was something that was magnificent. It was something that was spiritual. Something that was beyond any of their real normal understanding. Father, we thank You that tomorrow morning as people wake up, that there would be a lease of life and hope in their spirit, that they literally feel, oh my goodness, God, You're gonna do it for me. You're bringing me into something special. You're changing some things in my world. 
You're helping me get over myself. You're helping me enlarge my capacity to understand and see and know and all these special things. So Father, we thank You right now for each person here. We thank You, God, that tonight is a marker night. There's no coincidence that Uriah is in the sky right now, flying into Melbourne. There's no coincidence that she's following She's following after I've gone beforehand as the Father and she's now coming in my path after we've prepared the house for her. Why? Because that's the right order. And the Lord says, I do everything in the right order as your Father. I do everything in the right order as your Father. I go ahead of you into your future to prepare the way that I then bring you into. And for most of us, or for all of us, God is standing in that future and He's saying, I'm waiting for you to come to me in this next season. Come to me as I stand in your future, but don't allow the bungee cord of your past to pull you back because you won't be able to embrace where I'm standing and the place that I've created for you. So right now in the name of Jesus, last prayer, we, we <laughs> sever every bungee cord in the name of Jesus tries to pull people back. We acknowledge the process of closure, rightful closure with the Lord. But those things that just keep on pulling people back. Father, we thank you that those things will be seven. We thank you there'll be an embracing of the new with open arms. I keep on getting the word double. Double for your trouble. Everyone wants double portion. Yeah, we're Christians. We want double portion. But let me tell you this. God is faithful and true. And what God gives you back from what you let go of is immeasurable. What He gives you back is exceedingly above more than you can ask or imagine. And I just prophesied that over every person. It's only from the Word of God, only from the internal Word of God. But I just prophesy right now that He will give you back exceedingly above more than you can ask or imagine because that's who He is. Because that is who He is. A Father who is faithful and true to you and to me. He's so, so good. And right now, Todd and Rachel are in, in prison story but in Rome where Paul and Peter were in prison they've, they've managed to find the prison I hope they get out but I just want to encourage you in this is I feel like one of the things that the Lord I feel like I'm in the congregation tonight one of the things that the Lord wants to do he wants us to cause us to celebrate in all seasons and we see that when people are in prison in the book of Acts and people celebrate and worship. So just for a couple of minutes, I just want us to worship and thank the Lord for who He is. Let's just do that even just right now. Father, we thank You right now for who You are. We worship You, Lord. We worship You. For the season that we're in, we worship You. For the season that You're bringing us into, we worship You. We worship You because You are worthy. Regardless of what happens, you are worthy. You are the God of closure. You are the God of new beginnings. We worship you, God. 
Sona mama hie, 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 sona mama hie. Sona na maie We worship you, God, because you are good and what you do is good. We worship you because you are good and what you do is good. We worship you, God. The rocks don't have to cry out in <laughs> Maylands. You will be praised and you will be worshipped in this place. You are worthy, God. You are wonderful, God. We worship you, God. We worship you, God. We worship you, God. Sona mama hie, ma hie, ma hie. Sona mama hie, hie. We worship you, God. We worship you. You are good, you are good, you are good. You are good, you are good, you are good. You are good, you are good, you are good. You are good, you are good, you are good. You are good, you are good, you are